I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I am seated here with Jason Lipschitz. What's up, man? And Chris Payne. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Hey, not much. Um, I know you weren't asking that earnestly, but I answered. Not much is up, other uh. than this podcast. But let's uh, let's let's dive right into it. So we've got a a Jason pick. This is Brandon Flowers going solo again. Oh, he's back with the it's, solo. Uh, song's called "Can't Deny My Love." Yeah. So Brandon Flowers has a new album coming out. It's a new solo album. His second one. It's called "The Desired Effect." It's out in May, and this is the first single. It just came out. And I really like this song a lot. I'm curious to see, to see what you guys think about this song. It's just like I have very, I, I wouldn't say low expectations. I just don't have any expectations for like a Brandon Flowers solo album. But this one's like really fun. It's like he, he kind of loosened up with this record a little bit. He's trying le- less to be like the the rock icon going solo. And he's just having more fun with like, wacky collaborators uh ariel rechstad did the whole album so you know he he wanted to do something along the lines of like a vampire weekend or heim and and stuff like that and i think that it's just he's he's a talented guy sometimes that talent gets kind of lost in the bombast of the killers and i didn't love his first solo album but this song is just a ton of fun it's just it go it zigzags in a million different directions there's like this little wacky dance breakdown and yeah i mean though i've heard the album it's it's just it's super entertaining bruce hornsby's on it um the uh, angel from the dirty projectors is on it the pet shop boys neil Tennant is on it. it's just it's just this kind of wacky little project that has already endeared itself to me and i i i hope i i i don't know if you know, radio or anything like that is is clamoring for to play Brandon Flowers music. But like, I'd be cool if this was like a minor hit. What? So, what do you guys think? Um, no, I would be really angry if this was a minor hit. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Major hit. Uh, exactly, it has to be <laughs> a major hit. Um, to top of the charts. No, I, I'm. You know, I'm uh, not the world's biggest Killers fan, and I really didn't have any interest in his first solo album. But honestly, this song is great, and maybe it's oh. that. Um, Rekshad, is that how you pronounce his Rek- name? Rekshad. Rekshad touch because he is a great producer. But yeah, there's just so much going on in the background. Like he, he's definitely like he and the Killers have mined the '80s for sounds. But 
for a long time. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can sound a little hollow, but there's a lot going on here. You have, like, the, the weird stuff in the background, like, almost sounds like it could be a Tangerine Dream, like, soundtrack yeah. to one of Michael Mann's 80s movies. Yeah, totally. And, I don't know, but, yeah, at the same time, it's very pop. Like, you totally get the... Uh, the feeling of the cars, like on the Heartbeat City album, which is a really yeah. fun record. I, I think it's great. Like this makes me like actually want to listen to more of it, especially with like Bruce Hornsby being on the yeah. album. Like that's just so unexpected. And it sounds like a Bruce and Hornsby I, album. I love the Pet Shop Boys. So I mean, do you guys? Did you guys listen to his first album at all? It was called Flamingo. It came out in 2010. It just sounded like a Killers album and yeah i listened to it a little bit and you kind of got the sense like why is this a solo record sort of yeah so if you could liken this track in any in some way to the killers catalog like compare it how would it that compare it sounds like you know what killer song i thought was super underrated and it was on the greatest hits uh the song they made with m83 shot at the night mm-hmm. i think that song's fantastic and mm-hmm. this song is like a close cousin to that i would say uh can't deny my love it, it's it's just it's just really expansive and dancey and kind of like Brandon, Brandon flowers has always seemed like even with hot fuss, like a little too tightly wound for me. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it doesn't sound like he's having like the best time singing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like totally. he just seems very serious and that's like, and that's totally fine. Like that's his vibe. But like, I like hearing him loosen up a little bit and I think he does it on this album. All right, well, let's, let's give a listen. So Brandon Flowers, uh, the song, the Must Hear Music podcast, Can't Stop Raving About. Oh, yeah. Can't Deny My Love. It's driving me crazy. You can try the love, but you're not gonna, not gonna deny. No, you're not gonna, not gonna deny. All right, that was Brandon Flowers' solo track. Uh, next up is one of my picks, and this is also a, a Twitter suggestion that we have been sitting on for three weeks. Yeah. Because, basically because we're idiots. Like, I have the worst memory um, someone suggested Tink, and I was really excited because I had considered doing one of her songs for the podcast, and I forget something else came up. And so then we were going to do it last we're week, busy and guys. then we 100% forgot about it till the actual last minute of the podcast. Yeah, we were so saying goodbye. We are actually going to talk about Tink. And yeah, this is let's good do it. timing, though, because she's kind of one of the South by Southwest breakouts. Yeah. Um, not that any of us were there, but you know, we're on the yeah. internet, we write about oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Big time. So the the song we're gonna talk about is Ratchet Commandments, but also just kind of wanted to talk which about which is which is real. Before we start, it, like the idea of Ratchet Commandments is really funny to me. Like I'm picturing like Charlton Heston with the Ten Commandments, <laughs> and then it's like it's just like the Ratchet version, which I right. I, I guess I, like, I was not picturing that, but now all I right, am, yeah, I, exactly. I so that's, um, I mean, yeah, she's just really an interesting artist, and you know, we've only heard like not heard that many tracks overall from her but i think it's kind of the promise that we see on these and like the fire you can hear in her voice like a lot of times you'll hear a new rapper and they'll be good but somehow just listening to her you know she just like loves what she's doing like yeah mm-hmm. she's just so happy to be on the mic <laughs> and you know there's a lot of attitude on ratchet commandment she's like basically just destroying girls on instagram which i know some people have taken issue with and been like oh is it kind of slut shaming and I'm going to just say, you know, I don't know. Because I guess there's a little bit of that in the commandments, too. There's a lot of slut-shaming in the original Ten Commandments. You're right. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, wow. referencing the Old Testament. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> um, but I think either way, this is just like, it's just like so much great attitude. And I think coupling this with the, like, 
enormous cosigns Timberland has been giving her, like promises that there's got to be, you know, something more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I think of Tink, I always think of our colleague Stephen Horowitz, who is like the biggest Tink fan in the entire world. And he's just been like, Tink is, he's, she's the next one. She's going to be huge. And I've always been a little bit doubtful. I, I feel like she's gaining some momentum finally. I don't hear the song that makes me love her yet. And I don't think this, this is the song. Obviously she's super talented. She has a really charismatic personality on the microphone. I, I, and I, I, I've, I liked the stuff that she did on the future Brown album as well, like room 302. But again, I didn't love it. And I'm curious is like, obviously she has a huge, uh, an amazing pedigree. Timbaland loves her. And I'm just, I'm curious as to like that next step that she's going to take. So I would say like, I like it, but not love it sure. for this song. I, I think we're a little early in the career for like, that's, to that's expect true that breakout too. hit, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, she's still kind of in the grinding phase. But uh, yeah, I also wanted to give a specific shout out. That was Twitter user BT Dubs. Oh, who gave it to us, so yeah. My name shout out. Thank you, BT. And if you have any, if you have any uh, other sh- uh, <laughs> shout outs, I was going to say. Yeah. Any threats? Yeah, no, Anything. no Anything threats. None of those. If you have any must hear music recommendations, send them to Joe. He's at or at Jason. Brannigan Lynch. No, no, no. Yeah. I want all of all of the all Twitter right. people to More follow um, Chris, did you have some thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the song. I thought it was very, like, immediately just wanted to pay attention to the lyrics and play it back and see what these commandments were. And that's why my ears perked up when you, because I didn't know that much about her, when you said that, oh, she slut shames, sort of, on her Instagram. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, like... Oh, no, I'm this- saying, like, the lyrics, she's, like, some people have said she's, like, shouting out negatively criticizing girls on Instagram and that it's kind of a slut shaming thing. Yeah. So there's definitely like a whole nother discourse to this song with gender roles and feminism and, and whatnot, which is if nothing else, pretty thought provoking. And hmm, let's, let's see if she keeps that, that narrative going as she puts out more music. Yeah. If she can be that kind of artist where that's always part of the discussion that comes out with her new music. She's always has ideas that go towards that discussion. Yeah, I mean, it's early. We'll find out. I wish Erica was here for this because she has written about Tink for us in the past. Yeah. I know she's a fan. And I will definitely say, if you're interested in Tink, you guys and anyone listening should uh, read the Fader cover story on her by Jenna Wortham that came out a month ago because it's super interesting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right. 
But read Erica's first. Yeah, yeah sure. go to Billboard first. Pimp the brand and then <laughs> go to Fader. Anyways, well, let's listen to it. Tink Ratchet Commandments. Let a nigga see your sweat. Fuck a bitch and get the check. Move along, you know the rest. Respond to these bitches. They envy what you're doing and they only. All right, that was Tink Ratchet Commandments. Uh, next up, we have something that's like, I guess, like the opposite of Tink in a way. It's Luke Bryan. Who is? <laughs> I'd love to hear a Luke Bryan uh, feature his ratchet commandments. <laughs> Luke Bryan's spring breakdown. This his is a Christmas keg. Yeah, That's yeah. Actually, I would like to hear his spring breakdown. Don't let me get that warm beer. <laughs> um, I, I hold your hat brim like this. <laughs> Anyways, I, I have no idea how to follow that up. All right, C Pain. So C Pain, say up, what, do, what do you like about? Yeah, this? well, Luke Luke Bryan has been doing this succession of spring break themed EPs throughout his career and this is the last one and I enjoyed it. Um yeah it's I enjoyed it is it's kind of hard to go more than that because aside from That's My Kinda Night, which I think is just a big time jam, his singles he puts out and this is his latest single, he did a music video for it for this new EP. They kind of all exist in a similar territory, but I enjoy that territory. <laughs> you love Luke Bryan. <laughs> I love how much you love Luke Bryan. You so do like, I. Like it's just it's fun to observe, and I root for your Luke Bryan love. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know about this song. I I don't know about this one. And I enjoy that's my kind of night and some other Luke Bryan stylings. But uh, <laughs> yeah, spring breakdown. Uh, I don't know. I mean, but it happens to all of us sometimes <laughs> in spring <laughs> we break. Just need a spring breakdown to pick yourself up again. Yeah. I've never had a spring break like the traditional <laughs> spring break. You so never had this, a spring this break? means nothing to me. Oh, yeah. really? You never like in college did anything fun for spring break? No. Oh, I guess I would do the opposite of fun. Would I, I pretty much just work? I think is was what I did every right spring now? break. Let, let's go right it's, now. Yeah, it depends where you are. It is for yeah. Let's let's go and let's hit the go. shores. Seapan um, uh, and I went to Myrtle Beach once. That sounds nice. We had a spring break. It was a really there. early spring break. It was in like March. Yeah, it was very cold. and it was really cold and rainy, and it was it was sad, but we made the most. But of it. that <laughs> was really was like our spring breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you you were saying this is like the last one of his spring break themed EPs. That makes me like it almost reminds He's me graduating. of when why. they made like the sh- the last Shrek movie and they like it was a combination of like a promise. <laughs> it, it was like we promise this is the last Shrek movie we're doing. Like we know you're tired of it, but just see this one more and then you're done. <laughs> I almost want, like, is that the same thing with this? He's like, all right, I know we've been doing a lot of spring break. Is that what the last Shrek movie feels like? No, I never saw it, but that was the total marketing campaign. It was like, it's over, guys. Like, this is, I think it was the fifth one. They were like, that's it. It was Shrek Forever After. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah. The fourth one. Well, whatever. Then they, I mean, then they spun it off regardless. But, um, so yeah, that, that's what I like in this too. In my mind, can we can we talk like let's just talk about that some more. That what? just makes me afraid to have kids. If I have kids, does that mean I'm gonna have to see like latter day animated franchises yeah. like that, yeah, like that's Shrek exactly Four? What that means. You know, it's the funny. only people who saw that are people who didn't want to see it with kids. <laughs> it, the funny thing is that <laughs> I sometimes I think about, and this is a total tangent. Sometimes I think about how removed from like animated films I am now, because like yeah, obviously. I don't have kids and like, I don't really like, I don't really make it a priority to see 
animated movies. So like I I remember when I found out there was like a fourth Ice Age coming out. I was like, what the hell? There's four <laughs> Ice Ages. I like yeah, they I, come I out like, like every three or one. four years or something. I was, like, I was like, oh, this is the second Ice Age. It was like, no, it's fourth. Like I I, I didn't know there was like a Rio two. Like there's just mm-hmm. I'm out of the loop. I just you don't see the ads though. I, I guess as a as a TV watcher yeah, and subway rider i happen to see yeah i guess this the subway ads but i i i don't know like i don't know i was uh, uh i was aware of the big hero six one because that won the oscar i think yeah so lame um, the lego movie was so much better was it so um, good the lego so movie yeah, was incredible know. but this really is a tangent let's let's listen to luke bryan <laughs> spring breakdown spring breakdown just think about our good times together That was Luke Bryan doing his thing. Um, next up, we are going to talk about – this is a Jason pick, but I'm yes. so glad you selected this because oh, yeah. it totally slipped my mind, and I'm a huge fan. Uh, this is Shamir. The song is called Call It Off. Yeah, Call It Off. Speaking of Ratchet, because uh, yeah, Shamir's speaking of Ratchet. First, first album comes out in May. It is called Ratchet, and this is the latest single from it. It is called Call It Off. And it's funny because I um, – you know, on the regular was Shamir's like big breakout 2014 song. It's a great and jam. I see. I didn't. I didn't love that song. I thought that like I liked what Shamir was doing, but I just thought the song itself like it was just a little too busy for me. It was almost like buzzing around. I couldn't really pay attention while mm-hmm. it was going on. It, it just it was a little overwhelming. Whereas Call It Off is just like complete perfection to me. It's just a great house jam. And what Shamir does on this song is like immediately establish who he is and and what the vibe th- that he's going for is, and the vi- I mean the vi- have you seen the video for it with the yes. puppets? Oh, it's so awesome. There are so I mean listen I like the video but like there are so many kind of Muppet ish videos these yeah, days. I know it's a, it's getting a little much. It is. That being said, I, I do I do no, like I it. In That's this a good instance. point. That is a good point because they had the Ed Sheeran video. Right. Ed Sheeran puppet. Um. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, anyway, back to the song. Um, I just hope that this song really finds an audience. Like, I, I'm I'm all about this song. I'm all about what Shamir is trying to do in terms of just kind of st- establish, like, an alternative voice in dance music. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just great. It's uh, really fun. I love the arrangement. I love the hook is, is just as big as you would want it to be. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. I mean, ultimately there's just nothing else out there that sounds like Shamir. I mean, mm-hmm. both because his voice is unusual. He has, um, what's a counter tenor voice, but what a lot of people, uh, hear it and kind of think of as like gender neutral or yeah. androgynous somehow. Um, but yeah. And then musically, it's also just like a combination of, like you said, dance and electronica, but he also like does, alternates between singing and rapping or like really a lot of it is yeah. delivered in almost like sing speak. Uh, it's just, it's an interesting, strange sound. And I feel like this is the kind of thing that would be like an underground success, but I feel like he has bigger, he has aspirations to like really kind of break through yeah. in a big way. And, and I think we're hearing that on this song. Cause this is like 
unlike the previous things we've heard are really like nicely put together yeah and song. and you say that um it's it's unlike anything but at the same time i feel like it, it fits so perfectly into like a playlist of like kind of that new old dance sound of like clean bandit and disclosure mm-hmm. and like years and years to a lesser extent but like stuff like that like it's just very sleek it's very you know it's just very um sonically pleasing as as dance material it's not too heavy um it's just it's just kind of glides so mm-hmm. uh, yeah i love it all right but yeah let's listen to it so this is shamir call it off it's That was Shamir's Call It Off. Uh, it's from the upcoming album Ratchet. Yeah. And I would say if you like it, uh, check out his EP from last year. It's called Northtown. It is, I think it's five tracks, and I'm going to say three of them are excellent. Yeah. And uh, and Jason agrees. That, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's uh, let's move on to the next one. This is a C-Pain pick, and I'm, I'm glad you picked this because I had not listened to this band, and now I have, and I really like them. Cool, so, cool. Uh, the group is Hop Along, and the song is called Waitress. Yeah, they put out their first album in 2012. It was self-titled, and for a couple years they've been, I guess what you call a band camp band. You know, mm-hmm. just sort of on the radars of people who are into more DIY and punk stuff and indie rock stuff. And they just got picked up by Saddle Creek for their new album this year. So hopefully they're going to be reaching a much larger audience. Um, the album is called Painted Shut, and it's out uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, on Saddle Creek. And I just think this song is really interesting because it's called Waitress, and it's sung from the perspective of a waitress, which is interesting. She's closing up shop, and there's this other woman in the song who's sort of lingering, who for some reason she does not want to interact with. So there's some angst going on there. And I really like Fran's vocals on this song, too. Yeah, the vocals are <clears throat> really the thing that made me love this. It's just, it's, I love, it definitely has that 90s um, alt-rock thing. But it's really impressive when you have someone's vocals, when they strain to reach high and they don't quite make it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you, you know, they, they fail to make it. But it's still, like, it cracks, but it still sounds really good. Like those vocalists, and it's a, it's it a total sounds emotional. Rock. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like their heart's really in it. Yeah, it's a rock thing. Like this wouldn't sound good in an R and B context, <laughs> yeah. but but in a kind of alternative rock thing, when you have someone like straining to hit that note, but they miss, but they still it sounds emotionally true. That's just awesome, and you you get that sense with this. Um, so yeah, the lead vocalist Francis Quinlan, really, inc- I guess they're from Philadelphia. Yeah, they're a Philly. Yeah. Band. really incredible voice. Yeah, um, I don't really have much to add. I, I didn't know these guys either until uh, C Pain picked this song, and it's um, yeah, it's it's definitely an intriguing sound, and um, and I I really like I really like what they're doing. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to add. That wasn't anything poetic or anything like that. <laughs> I just I like the song. All right, let's hop along to the next. Track. <laughs> oh man! Oh God, get out! <laughs> um, well, let's uh, let's listen to it. Hop along, waitress. All right, that was that was hop along. Uh, next and last, let us talk about a me pick. It is uh, a me pick. first track off Laura Marling's new album. Uh, new album is called Short Movie, and the song is called Warrior. Um, I am a big Laura Marling fan. I think she's just doing something. In I guess 
let me put it this way. A lot of people are making 70s-inspired kind of like folk pop, but I don't think anyone's really doing it right these days, or at least no one's. When I say right, I mean in kind of that Joni Mitchell context. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone who kind of, like, apes the 70s radio folk does it in a very, like, polished, full-band sort of sense. Uh, Laura Marling does very kind of, like, spare interesting arrangements on this one like the string plucking sounds totally Joni Mitchell-esque um the construction of the song reminds me more of Donovan from the 60s and like there's just a lot of room in the mix and then the background there's like some weird spacey noises um and I don't want to say like it's totally just a ripoff of like things in the past but it, it really harkens back to that Laurel Canyon vibe um and I think in a way that it's like she sings it and it sounds like she's being true like it's not being put out there just to make a nice song it's because like this is what she loves and like this is the only music that she could be making yeah yeah i i admit i've i've never been a huge laura marling fan and i i feel like you know despite really liking a a, a large handful of folk leaning female singer songwriters but yeah, I'm interested to check out her new album now, having heard this song. It, it reminded me of one of my favorites, Mar- uh, Marissa Nadler. I don't know if you're a huge Marissa Nadler fan, Joe. I'm not a huge fan. Hey, hey. Not, not a fan. Hey, next week, must hear music. <laughs> All right. So it's uh, something that I I can appreciate, and I, I feel like I remember I, I am blanking on the name of her 2013 album, but I, I liked her style on that I, the songs themselves just didn't stick with me mm-hmm. and but this song it just sounds like she's sharpened her songwriting and i'm anxious to check out more of it all right well let's give it a listen uh laura marling songs called warrior he fearing solitude began to bay when he saw all right, that was Laura Marling. Uh, that's all we got for this week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you, BT Dubs, for tweeting in a wreck that we finally got to. Tweet us more requests. And yeah, yeah if anyone has any requests, please tweet them at us. We love and getting them. And if you them. want us to talk about animated films more, please <laughs> don't. <laughs> please I don't think anyone does. Us. You don't want it, you, you don't think anyone does? I think, hey, I think you're underestimating people. Uh, we'll see. All right, have a great week, everyone. <laughs> 